I always thought before I sort of came forward to the New York Times about my story, one of my most motivating reasons that I spoke out was to try to at least affect one life. You know, just if I could help one person, I felt like I would be doing something. And when I think about young women growing up and what they're walking into, working for the first time or in their sort of early 20s. And I think about the time when I was assaulted by Harvey Weinstein. And then I think about other women. I just want to do anything and everything I could possibly do to protect them. Welcome to Ending Domestic Abuse, a one-of-a-kind virtual resource for helping victims escape abuse, empowering survivors, and preventing relationship violence before it can even start by giving you the tools to improve your confidence, life skills, and hope. I'm your host, Dr. Ludi Green, a national expert on violence against women and children. I have advocated across the world and directly helped more than a thousand abused women regain and maintain their freedom through economic independence. On my podcast, you will hear from top experts in fields like finance, economics, psychology, and many more. And you will hear stories from people who have defied the ads overcome abuse, and found their way to success. Together, we'll offer you support and practical ideas to pursue your goals, start on a new path, and protect yourself and others from abuse. Today, we'll be discussing the Me Too movement in the film She Said with actress, silence breaker, and survivor Catherine Kendall. Let's meet her after this short break. Ending Domestic Abuse is brought to you by Audible. Something you need to know about me is that I love to multitask. I'm a mother, a wife, and as an entrepreneur who had to build her own path to success, I'm always looking for ways to continue learning and to use my time more effectively. Audible has been a great resource for me. I can access hundreds of audiobooks from the palm of my hands and listen to them as I commute to work, while cook dinner, and when I'm going on a run. Listeners who have enjoyed some of our episodes on self-care will love Audible's huge list of self-help books, as well as their guided wellness program. It is so important to continue to learn and improve yourself. You are worth it. Don't wait. Head to audibletrial.com slash ending domestic abuse to start your free trial so they know we sent you. All proceeds will go to improving this podcast to help even more victims of violence. Once again, that is audibletrial.com slash ending domestic abuse. Welcome back to Ending Domestic Abuse, and this is your host, Dr. Ludi Green. Happy New Year to all of our listeners. We're so happy to have you joining us for another year of helping victims escape abuse, empowering survivors, and preventing domestic violence and sexual assault. As we usher in a new year, it is a time of intense reflection for many The past few years have been plagued with a pandemic, financial distress, and increasing amounts of domestic and sexual violence. Still, through all of this, there has been strength and resilience all across the world, with many instances of people coming together to support one another and uplift the voices of survivors. An incredible example of such strength can be seen in the Me Too movement, founded in 2006 by activist Tarana Merck, The Me Too movement became a viral global phenomenon in 2017 when hashtag Me Too started to trend worldwide. This trend coincided with a New York Times article that exposed numerous sexual assault allegations against Harvey Weinstein. 
a new movie called She Said, follows the story of the reporters Megan Trohi and Jody Cantor as they piece together a story that requires survivors to put their livelihoods and reputations on the line in order to bring justice and accountability. The movie, the crew, and the cast have already garnered accolades from the Montclair Film Festival, the American Film Institute Awards, and the St. Louis Gateway Film Critics Association. Not only is our guest today a successful actress who stars in the film, she said, but she was a silence breaker who helped bring to light the harassment and assault experienced by women in the industry at the hands of Harvey Weinstein. Ushering in an era of survivors sharing their stories and holding assailants accountable. It is my pleasure to introduce to you the incredible Catherine Kendall. Welcome to the podcast, Catherine. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. We're so excited to have you as our guest today. And will you please start by telling us, the listeners, a bit more about yourself and how you became interested in having a career in acting? Uh, well, I, I grew up in Washington, D.C., and I was a ballet dancer for the first you know, part of my life. I loved dance and it seemed like a natural, you know, f next step to, to already be in the theater, to, to go into acting. And I studied acting when I was, you know, in my early twenties and graduated from acting school in New York city and have been, you know, at it ever since in different ways, sometimes theater, sometimes film, sometimes television, But I love, I've always loved that, you know, movies and TV and theater, mm -hmm. it can both like give the person who's acting, like me, if I'm an actor, it can sort of be cathartic for me, but also, mm -hmm. you know, the, that storytelling can be such a, a great tool for helping lead you down a path. And sometimes, you mm -hmm. know, sometimes it's just entertainment, but sometimes it's also, it can really make you ask questions and sort of help with advocacy. I mean, you can, you can start to see things that are happening in the world that you didn't know were happening. It's a way of showing it. And I always thought that, that that was a really interesting and powerful way to connect humans, you know. On your recent film, she said, it's a biographical drama that follows the publication of the New York Times report, which documented numerous sexual abuse allegations against Harvey Weinstein. Why it is important for this film to be released now, five years after the initial article was published, in October 2017. It's important for so many reasons, but to really get, I mean, to remember that this is an historical account and mm -hmm. to be able to put that in, in film in a way and bring it to life that way, it, I think it can even reach more people. And also there, there are parts of this story that I didn't even know, you know, figuring out that there were so many NDAs and that people got, had, were forced to sign silence, you know, and non-disclosure agreements and silent, silenced by that. And there, there were so many ways that, that they worked, people worked against making, keeping the story from breaking. So seeing all the different parts that, that go into the abuse of power, I think that we have some momentum right now and we have to keep moving with it. You know, I sometimes feel like, oh, we've made a big difference. And then, and then I'll think, gosh, we haven't even made a dent. So I, right. I have to remind myself, like, this is an everyday, this is an mm -hmm. everyday thing. And there's no resting because it'll start to get normalized again. If we, if we let it go, you know, it's so hard to move the needle at all. And I think, 
I can only do my part, but I'm, I'm happy that the movie got made now. Congratulations. And it really is amazing you share the story. And uh, I understand that some women in the film, including yourself, are survivors of sexual assault from Weinstein. Yes. What was the experience of being a part of this film like, considering how closely related you are to the story? And how did working alongside other survivors impact your filming experience? Yeah, it's a great question. For me, I thought it was the way that they handled it. The producer, Dee Dee Gardner, and the director, Maria Strader, were so careful and kind. And they had so much respect for the survivors on the set. And mm -hmm. there were probably more survivors on the set than just Harvey Weinstein survivors, because now we know that so for many sure. people are survivors. Mm -hmm. But there was such a reverence for everyone. And a real care in the process of making this, this film that I felt incredibly safe on this set. And I felt like I was part of the bigger picture, you know, of getting this message out. Oh, totally, totally. You were, and you are, because by having the courage and your resilience and all that, and keeping that strength within you and sharing it with the public, that brings the awareness that we need yeah. to support one another and help one another to prevent this type of abuse or any violence against women and children. So I'm grateful yeah. for this that you did. Oh, and in you. addition to your incredible career, you have been involved in many projects to help support survivors and inspire others, such as Hire Survivors Hollywood and starting your own podcast, Roar with Catherine Kendall. How has your experience as a survivor and your passion for empowering people motivated your work? I find that connecting with people through the podcast has been so meaningful to me having heartfelt conversations with people where we kind of really talk about what's going on in ways that maybe we haven't before you know it, it helps me it helps me in my own healing journey and I always thought before I sort of came forward to the New York Times about my story one of my most motivating reasons that I spoke out was to try to at least affect one life. You know, just if mm -hmm. I could help one person, I felt like I would be doing something. And when I think about young mm -hmm. women growing up and what they're walking into, working for the first time or in their sort of early 20s, and I think about the time when I was assaulted by Harvey Weinstein, and then I think about other women, I just want to do anything and everything I could possibly do to protect them. And I know that's a, mm -hmm. an impossibility to really, really, you know, eradicate sexual assault behavior, but I, I can't, I can still do what I can do and I can still reach and try and, and talk openly about something that's very, very painful to talk about sometimes. Mm -hmm. What piece of advice would you give to someone just starting out in a career in the film and television industry? To kind of always keep feeding your artist self, you know, even when you're not working, even when, because it can be so hard to get a job in this, but when to kind of go to the theater, take classes, find other ways to inspire your artist to fill, fill yourself up and, you know, just keep on keeping on. Don't give up because there's, it's a tough long haul sometimes, but, but it's so worth it. And you never know, you never know when it's going to happen for you. But if you love it, keep, keep taking care of the artist in you and, and, and something will, you know, definitely in some way you will see a reward, I think. 
That is a great advice. It's beautiful. <laughs> Are there any projects or films you're currently working on that we can keep an eye out for? And can, how can listeners stay up to date with you? Well, you can follow me on Instagram at, at KK. My Instagram name is KK Butter. <laughs> and, then on, on, and then Roar with Catherine Kendall is my podcast. And I did a, I worked on a movie this summer, but it's not out yet. It's called Midnight in the Orange Groves. And I don't know when that will be coming out, but it's a beautiful film about adoption and, you know, how we find our own families and what soul families really are. And that's the latest that I've been doing besides, you know, working sort of to get this film out there and, and to talk to people about the movie or to talk to people about, about this topic, you know, it's a tough topic to mm -hmm. talk about. And I know we need to keep finding inroads. Mm -hmm. And also let's remind others the name of your podcast that you were saying about, because I mean, I'm sure you're going to put it all again. Yeah. It's Roar with Catherine Kendall. Thanks once again to our guest, Catherine Kendall. And thanks to you for listening. No matter who you are or what you have been through, you can find help and you can find a way out of abuse and into your new life. Send us an email through our website at ludigreen.com. That's ludigreen.com. Or you can call our abuse hotline at 202-643-2327. That's 202-643-2327. We'll help you find a way out to freedom. You can also find us on social media at Dr. Ludigreen on Instagram and Twitter. You can also help stop abuse by spreading word of our podcast. Just go on Spotify and please give us a five-star rating or share your comments. Thank you once again. And together, let's all find the life you deserve. Mm -hmm.